legacy. He was wrong. What followed over the next several years was an amazing series of circumstances that changed my life and cemented my father's reputation and legacy for all time. It began with Ken Burns' PBS series, The Civil War, which seemed to wake the American people to renewed interest in that era of our history. Two years later, Ted Turner took an enormous chance and in 1992 financed the production of a major motion picture that was based on my father's book. It was called Gettysburg. In October 1993, the release of the film helped propel the Killer Angels to number one on the New York Times bestseller list, the first time any of my father's books had received such significant recognition. Five years after his death, his legacy was alive and well. My father had proven that an audience for this kind of story did in fact exist, and so the son has followed the father. As a result, The Killer Angels is now the centerpiece of a trilogy of novels, something that still amazes me and would have absolutely floored my father. With every book I've done, the research is the energy behind the story, and the energy behind the research has come from walking in the footsteps of the characters. Often, those footsteps are difficult to find. A great many sites from the American Revolution and the Civil War have simply disappeared, swallowed up by time, and by the need for Americans to expand and modernize their world. But special places remain, and over the past century, movements have begun to protect that ground from obliteration, to preserve at least some tangible part of our past. Museums are well and good, and safekeeping the artifacts of an earlier time may teach us much about the people who gave us our world. But museums are not the ground, just as a zoo is not the jungle. Hallowed ground is a phrase that is often tossed off as something of a cliché, but those who would lightly regard Abraham Lincoln's description of Gettysburg are missing the point. Diaries, letters, memoirs, and even photographs have little resonance if we cannot see where an event occurred. If we erase the ground, the hillsides and valleys, the creek beds and rivers, the trench lines and earthworks, then we lose the spirit of our history. We lose the ability to walk in the footsteps to see what the world looked like to those people who changed our history. No writer can give that to us with as much poignancy as we will find when we walk that ground and see it for ourselves. This book may not resemble any battlefield guidebook you have ever seen before. That's the point. My attempt here is to paint a portrait of ten specific sites that offer the best interpretation and experience to the visitor, who may not already know every tidbit of historical detail of what happened there. In other words, this book is intended not for the academic historian, but for the curious, those who might have time to stop along the road and visit a battlefield they otherwise might have passed by. The chapters are arranged chronologically so as to offer some flow to the history of the entire war. If you have some knowledge of the events, if you are something of a Civil War buff, then perhaps this book will encourage you to visit a site you may not have seen before. It may also inspire you to argue with some of my conclusions. Unlike the historian, who has to abide by certain restrictive rules as to his commentary, I offer a few interpretations that some of you may not agree with, as it should be. I could have included several more chapters, gone over several more valuable fields, 
but I wanted to keep this somewhat compact. If you wonder why certain battlefields were left out, and some of you will most certainly wonder, it is not my intention to dismiss or ignore any park where history is well preserved. Examples not included in this book will surprise and annoy some. Manassas, Stones River, Pea Ridge, Fort Donelson, Andersonville, Fort Sumter, among many others. My choices are meant to carry you through some of the most poignant events of our history by taking you to magnificent places where, if you visit, you will take away something enormously valuable from the experience. When this book is published, I am making a significant financial contribution to a good many of the battlefield preservation groups whose responsibility it is to preserve and protect these invaluable sites. Those contributions will continue to be made from a percentage of the sales of this book for as long as anyone buys it.